self-expression. So being able to actually go up to somebody and believe in yourself enough to say like, hey, this is who I am. I'm a bit quirky. I'm a bit weird. I'm a bit dorky. I'm into some nerdy things. And I'm, I'm a bit unconfident. And I'm a bit nervous right now. And that's okay. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Hell 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 show. show. Yeah, baby. a great week we've been having with weather it's been absolutely beautiful hope you guys are enjoying it my name is roger and i'm here with my beautiful wife nina yeah baby and we are the head over heels show we are we are we are we celebrated a little bit this week with my son graduating into high school big milestone no more elementary kids in our family right just grown-ass kids ready to go into life we're high schoolers right that's now. that's it you know yeah. what that means? Yeah. They got to get a fucking job. We got to start working, pay some bills. Does that mean I'm not going to be transferring any more money? I'm sure you will be transferring Mom, money. Can you transfer me 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 20 bucks? Oh my goodness. That message got, oh, can you uh, book me a pedicure and manicure? That I'm like, what the, <laughs> the hell's going on with you? In their defense, they do a lot around the house. They, they deserve a little bit of allowance every now and then, you know? We don't spoil our children. You know Key that. Key word is a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. You just stressed out because you're working your ass off. A little bit doesn't mean a lot. For past few weeks. Yes. And you don't want anybody to spend any of your money that you're working really hard for. <laughs> not that I don't want anybody to spend the money. It's inflation is killing us. It's true. Inflation is insane. The government is really, really getting what they want with this. <laughs> trying to drain all the money out of everybody. But let's not talk politics. No, let's talk about love. 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 This is what the show is all about. That's it. We're all about love. I love you. You love me. Well, we love our kids. We I love got, our community. I got news for you, baby. Yeah? Because of inflation, my love costs a lot more. <laughs> God damn it. I knew that was coming. There. Well, <clears throat> if your love costs more, this right here costs a lot more. I can contest to that. <laughs> I didn't mean in monetary. <laughs> Dude, you're funny. How could you do that to me? Okay. Well, you're looking great today, baby girl. Well, thank you. I love you. There you go. As usual. Perfect. Who do we have on the show today? Ooh, today's an exciting one. Today we have Ryan Black and his girlfriend, Tiffany. Now, Ryan used to be a nerd or... He believed growing up he was a nerd and he couldn't get any girls. Up till 10 years ago, where he discovered that he could teach professional analytical 
and introverted, geeky guys all over the world on how to meet women, you know, hot women of their dreams, but through radical, authentic self-expression. He's so good. His his way of, of approaching women is really, really good. What Ryan is doing is he's on a mission to revolutionize the way men and women meet, connect, and share love. And he says it one geek at a time. <laughs> he's here today with his girlfriend, Tiffany, to share with us how they met and then how they help other couples meet their partners, their authentic partners, yeah. like he says. I guess there's a lot more than just swiping right. Of course. To, pick, to, to actually meet somebody because you got to be able to impress them or get them intrigued or wanting more. Well, why don't we leave that to the professionals? Yeah. Why don't we welcome Ryan and Tiffany on the show? All right. Well, welcome to the show, Ryan and Tiffany. We're so excited to have you guys out here. So why don't you guys begin with telling our audience who you are and what you do and why you're here? <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. I guess I'll kick things off. So uh, my name is Ryan. I've been an international dating coach for the past decade, uh, specializing in professional guys who have uh, a bit of social anxiety and want to be able to meet and connect with the women they want in an authentic honest way me um i do relationship i don't like to say coaching so advising i guess but you don't have to be in a relationship i do one-on-one i've been helping people for a while now i did it professionally i quit because i started really young um and then i'm starting back up with this one over here (laughs) (laughs) at some point uh but I never really stopped because I have friends that have issues. <laughs> so, so. I can confirm that. <laughs> Don't we all? I think everybody has issues. <laughs> there is no such a thing as perfect relationship, for sure. Well, that's great. I'm so happy to have you guys out here. Now, how did you guys two meet? I know I'm going to get... Yeah, did, did Ryan pick you up? <laughs> I love that she reacts to that like she wasn't expecting that question to come up. I, She's like, oh, what? Really? I you want really, to know? I really. Do you want the truth? Or do you want that? No, <laughs> I think I'll take this. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Whatever works. We actually, we actually met online back in 2014 on OkCupid. Mm. Does OkCupid even still exist? I don't even know. It does. I have no idea. We we were dating before dating sites even started. <laughs> Lucky you guys. Um, and we both actually found out uh, that we had our accounts banned from that. Oh, you got yours from that. So, oh yeah, obviously. But yeah, she got hers banned because everyone thought I was a catfish. I wasn't really me. <laughs> so this is a dating site. Yeah. It was a dating yeah, site. Yeah, yeah. It was an old school dating site, like not like Tinder now, but like where you had a whole profile and you wrote all the stuff. And so they couldn't believe that a girl that looks like her <laughs> would actually, and had all these like professional modeling photos and stuff, would go on there and have all, written all this long bio and all the stuff. But like, well, there's no way. <laughs> they banned <laughs> so they they her. So why did they ban you? Uh, <laughs> I, I, one of my one of my things is uh, uh, strategies that I teach guys as well is like it's better to be divide sort of divisive uh, in your messaging and your communication versus trying to sort of play it safe. So my like my standard sort of uh, reaction 
was either, oh, LOL, that's really funny, or like block, <laughs> basically. Um, so yeah, I think one too many like blocks kind of got me off of that. Um, no, no, no. But uh, yeah, so we so we met back in uh, 2014, went on a bunch of different dates, and I was at that time going through the, the period where I was dating a lot of different women at the same time. So, um, and we had, <laughs> we uh, so we we connected. We had a, we had a fun time, and then I went off uh, and. I went back to London, spent uh, time with the, a lot of the other girls uh, that I was seeing. And then uh, years, years later, yeah, uh, we ended up running into each other. So I'll, I'll hand this What's part over no, it's only a, year. a year later. Like, so like, you want to hand over to this part? So you really want that's to tell what the story? That's what happened. So a year later, after I like, forgot about him, I was walking. <laughs> yes, I did. I was walking. <laughs> I was walking to another date and I see him with uh, another girl. And I was like, oh, it's Ryan. I had a fun time with him. Let me just say hi. And I like go to say hi, like just to wave. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, no, don't do it. <laughs> so I just like put my hand down and I So <laughs> my recollection of oh, what God. happened was that it was dark and I was with, the, with this other girl. That's all true. And then I just, I saw someone kind of walk past us, but I have no recollection of seeing her or whatever. It was just like somebody kind of passed by. And I was like, was that? And I literally didn't, I literally didn't see. Because obviously my subconscious being like, 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 get. He says that though. <laughs> but then he texted me later. Did I see you walking down the street? And I'm like, of course you saw me. <laughs> in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, and so, so then uh, many years later, we actually reconnected. So I was doing some work with the therapist called uh, Brent Charlton, who's actually the therapist for Neil Strauss, uh, which inspired his book, The Truth. So he was working with him and came with a lot of those realizations about his sex addiction and stuff like that. So I was working uh, with him and then we ended up uh, reconnecting in 2019. Yeah, and then um, I ended. I was ending uh, a long-term relationship um, with my then fiance, and in 2020 I moved here to uh, to LA just as COVID hit in March, and we've been living together here ever since. Was that your fiance or soon-to-be fiance that you were sitting at the table when she walked by? Oh no, we were in the street or whatever. So yeah. Last time on the pavement, yeah. <laughs> Was that her? Yeah, it was her, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't my fiance then, but she be later became my fiance. But let me ask you, why did you brush brush her off, like tell her not to come and see you? Again, my recollection is that I didn't do that. But <laughs> if, I did, if I did, then it was maybe because uh, I didn't want the girl that I was with to think that anything was going on and I was cheating on her and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's a story you keep telling yourself. Keep that right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're not going to be easy on you. Nah. <laughs> so Ryan, let me tell you, let me ask you, 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 you say you help people with dating. Now, how are you like, I, I, I see all these kind of um, guys on Instagram that talk about like, like pickup artists, that kind of stuff. Is it, is that what you're kind of doing or what's uh, your. So the exact opposite of that. So oh. um, a lot of the guys who develop the stuff, it was developed here mainly uh by a group of guys eric von markvik aka mystery um your good friend 
uh, Owen Cook, uh, who created uh, Real Social Dynamics. Um, and they would go out a lot and spend a lot of time in uh, high-end nightclubs in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they, uh, they created this whole system, which they couched in these very scientific terms. They were like, this is how women, this is what women want. This is how women respond. This is how women behave. So you have to basically use these techniques to trick them into thinking that you're this like high value alpha fucking broy douchebag asshole okay. because okay. that's what all women want, right? And so you have to pretend to be that by saying this exact line this way and be like, oh, I'm leaving, but my bros are over there. And it's just, right. Yeah. So, and I, I spent a lot of time trying that and doing that. And, you know, I'm kind of a nerdy science dork and it just did not, it was completely incongruent with my personality. And it ended up being incongruent with a lot of guys' personalities. Um, and what it's, say, what it's saying to you basically is who you actually are is like, with the core of who you actually are as a person, that's, a, that's like unattractive and worthless and pathetic and you're a loser. Right. So you have to pretend to be like me, the guru, right, in order to be able to attract the women that you want. And it's deeply manipulative. And it's basically saying, like, I'm I'm a worthless piece of shit. Like, every time you do one of those techniques, you're saying, like, well, just me being me isn't good enough. Yeah. Um, so my the stuff that I developed is the exact opposite of that. It's, it's based on authentic self-expression. So being able to actually go up to somebody and believe in yourself enough to say, like, hey, this is who I am. I'm a bit quirky. I'm a bit weird. I'm a bit dorky. I'm into some nerdy things. And I'm, I'm a bit unconfident. I'm a bit nervous right now. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, I think, you know what, like they might have something in terms of if you're going to those types of bars or clubs, those poshy kind of upscale, the girls that are there, that's what they want. You know, they're looking for the high-end guy or whatever. Because, I mean, we have a lot of clubs like that in Toronto where we'll go and it's $25 a drink and you're sitting there and you see the type of girls that are there that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a guy that seems to have money and all that kind of stuff. But that's never going to work. No, that's they're what I'm saying. But if you want a relationship, correct, then maybe not go to those kind of places. Um, agreed. If you want a relationship, don't go to those type of places. Because you, you, you want to pick up somebody more like like Tiffany, like or the, or yeah. Nina that's not out for the superficial, not out for the money or whatever. They're looking for somebody to have a relationship with. But if you're looking for a hookup, then go to those places and be done with it. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, a lot That's of people do that. But like Ryan says, if you want to have that real authentic relationship that, you know, everyone should have in their life, then you should be authentic yourself and you should be who you are and show that to the person that you are. And, and tell us a little bit about your background. How did this whole thing start for you, Ryan? Uh, so I, I started off the most of my teenage going into my 20s just very uh, very insecure very awkward around women i went to an all-boys school so that doesn't really uh, that doesn't really help nice. um and then actually in this so it was it used to be all boys then uh in the la- latter years they had would add girls in the last couple of years but i was in like i was in like advanced maths and physics and chemistry classes not a lot of women in those in those disciplines and so I just literally didn't understand how, how to communicate with women at all. Right. And I just assumed, I, like, on the basis of television and movies and stuff like that, it's like, well, I'm the d- geeky, nerdy guy, so I'm not the type of guy that's you know, has lots of attractive women, and it's like, that's not who I am. And so I should just be like, I'm the smart guy, 
and you know go into theoretical physics and that's that's what my life is supposed to be um and then uh, a few years later uh in towards the end of university uh a friend of mine introduced me to the book the game by neil strauss and so i was like oh psychological techniques based on science that i can <laughs> that i can my favorite thing <laughs> manipulate women into sleeping with me regardless of how unattractive i am perfect i'll just do these things <laughs> Um, and so I spent the next like three years trying old stuff in all of these books and just absolutely getting nowhere, just getting rejected constantly because women can fit. Women are very intuitive. They can feel when you're like doing something that isn't really you. Right. And so all the time I would get what they call in the book shit tests, which is just like women basically prodding like, what the fuck? Like who the, f- is this guy for real? Like what the fuck are you? Cause they're coming out. We'll tell the thing about, oh, and sending guys. In. Cause I think that's a great, that illustrates it. When I used to hang out with them. Yeah, yeah, and they used to send guys um, in and you immediately would know because. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> story's funny, actually. So I used to, my, actually, my old flatmate used to hang out with Owen, uh, Tyler, Din all the time. So we. Who created, who was the founder of RSD, just to. We would all um, hang out after they did their outfield, whatever they used to call it. But anyways, but I would always go to, like, I'd be at the club first or the bar first or whatever, and I'd be there with my mates, and they'd come in without me knowing. I wouldn't know at all. And some guy that would never in his wildest dreams have the nerve to come up to me and, like, say anything would come up to me and say the most ridiculous thing ever. And I'd be like, Where's Owen? <laughs> and I, I just look at the guy and know there's no way you'd come up to me and say what you're saying. So there has to be something behind it. And I'd be like, where's Owen? And they'd be like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, oh, right there. And then every time I could always tell. So he was coaching them what to say. Exactly. And it was so far-fetched. It was annoying. But Yeah, <laughs> so, so women are very intuitive to be able to spot when there's this incongruence in like who what's going on in here and then what you're actually saying with your with your words and yeah. they when they see that incongruence they just poke they just naturally just intuitively you just be like wait a minute what is this a guy for real and you'll start asking questions and poking around yeah. to see like what the fuck is up with this dude yeah right? and that's, personality kind of thing yeah. that's actually all i got and that's what that's what most guys experience is trying most of this pickup stuff is is that because unless their personality is exactly this identical to the guru who wrote all the lines, it's not going to fucking work unless you're a really good actor. But then you're pretending to be somebody else right at the beginning of when you're meeting somebody. And then what happens, like two, three dates in, they're like, who the fuck is this other dude? Like, and it creates this weird, that's when women are like, is this guy a serial killer? Like, what is going on? Like, that's what you start <laughs> thinking. It's like, you just see this incongruence. Yeah. Um, that's what happened to me. And I was like, there's none, none of this stuff is working. And then uh, I discovered the uh, the work of this guy who um, knew actually was flatmates with uh, with Mystery back in the day, but completely was not part of the uh, the pickup community. And he developed a bunch of his own material that's based on the exact opposite thing. So he's a he was a, a professional comedian, and so to me, great comedy is about standing up there and admitting to everybody, like telling a really embarrassing story about something that you did or something that happened to you. Right. And you get this amazing laugh because people go, oh, my God, like I've done something just like that. But I would never tell anybody. Right. And the audience is on your side because you're willing to have the self-acceptance to admit 
that you're not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Versus if you try and go up on stage and try to be like, show the audience how cool you are, they're going to fucking destroy you, right. right? And so great comedy comes from a place of truth. It comes from a place of self-acceptance and being like, yeah, I'm this and this stuff happened to me. And then that's how you actually connect with people. To actually connect with somebody, it's on an emotional level. And you have to be willing to express emotions and express things that that, that are imperfect yeah. in order to be able to do that. And so once I discovered his stuff, and now I, you know, I, I teach sort of a, a, a variation and some advancements on uh, the material that I found from him. That's amazing. So from a geek to a, a, a I would say crazy party animals when it comes to women, because you dated how many women? <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to say a number. I stopped, ca- I stopped counting around 100. This is the guy that didn't think he was ever going to date a, a girl. Now, great. Love that story. Now, on to Tiffany. Now, you said that you were into a relationship. How did all that start with for you? What, what well, um, you so I went to Brown University uh, to be a lawyer at first. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my professor pulls me aside and is like, uh, you have too much personality to be a lawyer. You should try doing something else. Uh, and in doing those courses, I had to take a psych class and fell in love with psychology. And so I was like, well, what can I do with that? And so I started going into relationship therapists and doing a lot. Um, did that, worked for a company, uh, <laughs> I guess I could say it, I worked for Hustler for a bit and I was giving sex and relationship advice. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, I quit, actually I got fired, that's a whole other story, uh, got fired uh, and then I decided to like slow down for a bit and not do it, but then um like, you never really stop, do you? Like, all my mates still come to me. Till this day, I've been working with one of my... She's become one of my best mates now uh, with dating and her relationships. And, like, people always still come to me for advice. So that's how I started. I'm not... And he's trying to suck me back into it fully to help him with the guys. But I'm, like, teetering on the end there, so... We'll see what that's great. You both have a great dynamic. You know, it should be able to work together. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that I noticed a lot about a lot of the the so called dating coaches and 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 pickup artist guys is they're never actually in a relationship. <laughs> like they're always just like, oh, yeah, on to the next one. Yeah, Ooh, she was a bitch. And it's just like you have a serious mental illness. Like you're you're clearly preventing. To me, it's this. It's very simple. They use all their tricks. They get the girl, and then they're out of fucking tricks. And now they're like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to reveal who I actually am. Better pre-reject her before she rejects the, the disgusting loser that I know deep down I really am. That's what's actually happening. Yeah. And so for me, like with my programs, like I help these guys, they get into relationships. And, and like for the most part, I've just delivered kind of the coaching up to the point where it's like, oh, wow, I have all these tools. I'm getting all the success. I'm going out on all these dates. I, you know, I've got a great girlfriend. But now I want to add a continuing thing where it's like, well, now that you're in these relationships that you yeah. form how to maintain those and make them healthy and stuff like that. And that's where, you know, she's way more. So they want to get the girl, they go see Ryan. Once they get the girl, they go see Tiffany. (laughs) That's exactly how you should have it. (laughs) But it it is, it is true. Most of these girls, the gurus or what do you call them, that they try to teach guys how to pick up girls themselves. I've never had a girl or at least an authentic girl to call it, you know, a girlfriend. It's always one of those, um, 
a quickly a quick one, you know. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we do real estate for business as well. And I always found that those who can't do teach. Teach. Yeah. So you'll get people that that don't sell a lot of real estate, but they know how to talk, they know how to jabber, they know what to do, they just don't do it. So they push it on or teach it other people. And it's it's the same thing in it in all these fields. I mean, we I don't know how many you know, relationship coaches or you know, people telling us how, telling people how to keep do, their, do their relationship, keep their woman or keep their man or have a fun relationship. And they haven't been in a relationship in 12 years. They were divorced 12 years ago. Well, how did, how can you do that? You know what I mean? How can you teach if you're, if you don't even practice it? One of the, one of the uh, most famous sort of early gurus in the in the dating space is a guy called Ross Jeffries, who uh, came out with a, a program called uh, Speed Seduction, which is when we talk about manipulative strategies to like get women, it's like up there. It's probably the it's probably the worst of those. It's literally like using NLP to basically hypnotize a woman into like sleeping with you. Like it's based, it's coming from the paradigm of, well, obviously this girl would never be interested in me. So I have to like trick her to like, Ooh, look over here. Like, uh, like it's crazy. Um, but he's now in his fifties and he lives alone with two cats. Like yeah. that's. Did you, did you guys watch the t- Tinder Swindler? No. Okay. So, so I think you guys should do that because he did the same thing with multiple women, but for money. He yeah. legit like took him down to bankruptcy, multiple of these women. And you look at him, you're like, how the hell did he do that? NLP. He manipulated all these women to give them, to give them all their money. And this is like, I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. And while he was dating other women at the same time. Maybe, maybe if you should reach out to that guy and tell him that he should start a business <laughs> teaching pe- husbands how to teach their wives to sleep <laughs> again. <laughs> because most of them don't anymore. So you got to be able to use some NLP. Some of it, and it's it's harmless. They already know what kind of loser you are. So all you have to do is change it so that she thinks that she's doing it to you. I heard he's in a relationship again, actually. There you go. He did? Uh, yeah, he's in another relationship. Uh, wow. yeah. What I think is more impressive is we watched Bad Vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys see that? Yeah, so that's more impressive because that guy literally was like a total fat, like at least the Tinsel guy. Like he has a, you know, he dresses good or whatever. Like, he does not either, even then. He whatever. And he's got like a private jet and all the stuff, right? The the bad vegan guy, he was just some fat, sh- like, like douchebag. Like yeah. he had nothing, nothing going for him at all. He basically yeah. batfished her because she said in the beginning, if you watch that, she was like, when he showed up, he didn't look like his photos because he was skinny in the photos. And he goes, he was like, ah. and then she's actually good too because she kept on getting money from people. I was like, how is she getting like thousands and thousands of dollars? Because they all just believed in her and she was blonde. And I was like, how did this woman get on the run? She was still getting money. That right. Was right. So it's the same thing. I believe they're both kind of the same kind of character, the, the, the Tinder and her, in, in a way, because she did the same thing to all these people, you know, in the name of what, in the name of love? I don't think she was in love with this guy, and I don't think she was scared of him either. I'm I, think, I think, yeah, I think it was, she was in on it, and then she played the victim in the end. I could think be, so, too. Could be, could be. I, I would say that she she was invested into this 
into this sort of myth that he created. And then it was the sunk cost fallacy where it's just like, well, I've put so much in now. Like if it's not true, then I've put, so it's better to just keep believing in it and just get more and more. And eventually maybe I'll get this, this payoff. Yeah. But, but she got, it got to the point that she knew she was not going to get that money back. She knew that she was going down the drain. Like, don't you think at one point you're going to say, okay, I got to stop before it gets worse. It's already bad as it is, you know? I mean, I don't want to take us back to that, to that. I want to talk more about you guys and, and how you help people and their relationship or to get a relationship. Cause you know what, Ryan, there's so many young men and we have a, we have a TikTok following that is that most of it is men. And a lot of those men come and ask us how to do relationship. I wonder why. How to do a relationship. And a lot of them are, well, I can't approach a girl or they're too much for me or I don't have the confidence. So what do you tell those men? Where do they go from there? Like, how do they start? Uh, One of my big things right now, especially over the last few years, is like guys are relying almost 100% on some kind of online thing, whether it's Tinder or it's Instagram and stuff like that. And to me, that's that's really a one-way street towards feeling really bad about yourself as a guy. Um, because all your, what you're doing is, well, a few things. Number one, you're forcing women, especially with something like Tinder, you're forcing women into a male, uh, oriented attraction method, right? Cause guys in general, we're very visual. We'll be like visual first and be like, is it, there's this girl, um, am I physically attracted to her? And then secondarily, once we, once that level of attraction is there, then we're like, oh, I'm curious about who this woman is as a person. Like, that's just how we're designed. Women, as you guys, I'm sure, uh, can tell me, right? It's more like a, there's a number of different factors that are all being assessed simultaneously. So, like, a guy looks a certain way, and then also his personality is a certain way, and he dresses this well, and, and you know, he's got this job, and all these different like things. So, if you're, like, slightly lacking on one area, you can make up for it, with like a better per- like a better personality or whatever, and of course, women have different tastes and preferences in terms of which of those factors is more important, right? When you go on Tinder as a guy, all she has to go off is one photo. That's it. So, um, so what's that? <laughs> no, why do one? Right, but but if you don't like the, if you know that you don't like that first one, he's yeah, gone, right? So that first main photo that Tinder decides is your best photo. That's it. So if you're like someone like me where I wouldn't say that, you know, I'm a Brad Pitt over here, but my personality is like, okay, it's like these. <laughs> so, so I'm screwed and it's going to make me feel like, oh God, I'm so ugly because I'm competing. I'm putting my picture next to, you know, a guy who's like a male, male model looking and he's getting all the swipes and I'm getting nothing. And I'm like, oh man, I must be, a, I must be like really crappy. But it's like, no, you're just putting yourself in an environment where you can't do anything with your personality because you're not that, like you're not even getting close to getting the day yet. Mm. Um, so one of the biggest things I said, like an absolute superpower right now today with everybody on their devices and increasing levels of social anxiety, is just develop the ability to go over to a girl that you see like grabbing her Starbucks and be able to just start a conversation. Right. If you do that. Well, who? What's your competition? Like, it's not like guys are lining up. You know, at Starbucks, also trying to hit on her right then, like oh, at a bar or a club. There's nobody else there. She's just like. But nowadays, even at a bar or a club, guys are afraid to make that first step. Like, I don't know what happens, but 
literally people don't approach each other anymore like in person and it's because you're normally hiding behind a screen like they're able to like you said swipe right go easy so now like you said if you're going up to to the uh starbucks i mean it's either you or the barista she's going to talk to you know what i mean so hopefully it's not a a a male model behind the counter (laughs) but it is true it is true everything's online now so all the Dating apps and everything is so much easier for them to do that. But we really need to enforce that to, especially the young men, to go out there and push themselves a little harder because they're not they're not going to get any results. Like you're saying, this is just most of these photos are photoshopped anyway, and there's there's filters on all of them. So when you meet that person, that that girl or guy in person, it's not the same as a photo. It's a totally different person, and we've seen it actually happen. We've seen our friends start dating people on the online. And when they meet them, even when we meet them, nothing. They're like, "Oh, I want to introduce you to them," and we meet them. What? This is the same same person, you know. But somehow they trick themselves into fall in love with them, and some of them are married. And it's just—I don't know—blows my mind how that happens. But so, what do you suggest? Just go out there and face it, and say, "You know what? Fuck it! I'm going to talk to any girl I can find." So the 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 first step is yeah, just like realizing how gaining that gaining that ability, having like developing that skill, how important and how that will set you above the rest, right? Like how, how important. Second thing is like, well, what can I, what can I do to, cause it's a, it's a big leap for a guy who's maybe a bit anxious. So like, oh, he sees a girl, but he's not sure like what to do, what to start the conversation. But one thing I really like is like, uh, I have a, I have a system and there's a bunch of, a uh, bunch of steps for just like starting a conversation with anybody in any situation. But what I, what I give my guys to do is just like, break that down, break down those steps and just practice one little one of the steps with somebody like the barista from some, like the barista is a great, a great opportunity because if you sort of get one of the things wrong or, or mess something up, it's not like a barista is going to be like, all right, fuck off, mate. Like you're out. <laughs> you're out. Like she's, she's being paid literally to be nice to you. So she'll still carry on the conversation yeah. and, um, you know, like, like try and be nice versus like if it's a total random stranger and you go up and try and stop her as soon as there's some weird thing she's gonna be like okay bye and get get the hell out of that right? right um so and uh it, it you know a, a, a simple easy way to get started is to simply start with an observation or something around what's going on in the in the area right so it's just something that's happening that's like part of your shared experience and your sh- shared reality just starting with like oh you, you see over there they whatever it is like oh yeah like i i often get this drink like oh have you tried that cookie or whatever it is i'm like looking around at kind of a situation at a cafe or something but just something situational that like starts things going and gets some momentum is a very very easy way where it's like there's really no there's very little downside there's very little risk of anything going like wrong but there's an enormous upside of like well you can continue talking to each other like getting to know each other a bit and something well it makes sense because i if i talk to new people i'm not trying to pick them up so, but most of the time, if I'm, if I start a conversation with a complete stranger, it's because of something like that. Something, a noise just happened. You jump and you sit there and I crack a joke or something and all of a sudden the conversation starts. So it, it makes sense. It's, it's almost like you're picking up, but you're not picking up. I get picked up all the time in grocery well, that, stores. That Everywhere was, I go, people, guys start talking to me. I'm like, okay, am I getting picked up? I'm married, by the way, but you can talk to me. <laughs> but that's, that's another question I was going to ask both you beautiful ladies. Getting picked up all the time. It must get annoying, even somebody doing just a random little conversation. Sometimes you're like, oh, not again. You know what I mean? Like, is is that the case or what? I never got picked up, so. <laughs> and I'm not 
You're too intimidating. I don't. I, I don't get. Um, I don't get upset or anything like that because I'm like, you know what? They're just trying. To me, they're just trying, and if they can succeed, great. You know, that, that's how they're going to learn. If they, I'm obviously not for them, but like, I, I want to be able to say to all the young men that are listening, or men in general that are wanting to do this, don't be afraid. Ask that. Go out. Talk to that girl. The worst she's going to say, I'm married. Period. Yeah. You know? Then you move on. Well, but no. if not, she might say, see her again. It's either that, it's either that or no, and then you don't have to see her again. That's it. So yeah. exactly, hundred percent. On to the next. <laughs> what about you, Tiffany? If there's a single woman out there that wants to start meeting more men, do you have any advice for somebody like that, <laughs> or do you? Right? Do you have a, 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 uh, a I, I always tell. All of my girlfriends who, okay, I just met this new girl and I love her. Her name's uh, Brittany. And she's a bit older, but, and she's never done online dating before. She's very good in person, but um, I think her picker in person is a bit too random. So now I tell her to go on Bumble. I tell her to go on Bumble all the time because other for me, Bumble is a different type of dating app because the woman has to initiate. Oh. So you can match all you want, uh, and the guys can match you back all you want. But if the woman doesn't start the conversation, there will be no conversation. Oh wow! And then it just disappears. So for a lot of women who want to like who have never done it before. I call it shopping for men. <laughs> they want to just shop a little bit to see what's out there. Bumble's perfect for them because they, they don't feel overwhelmed with like if they match and now all these guys are just writing them and like they don't, it's up to them to pick and choose. Right. So these guys write up to you, let's just say, and then you look at it and if you want to write back, you'll start a conversation. Otherwise, it'll just disappear. So yeah, if you swipe on them, you're like, oh, that guy looks good. And then they swipe on you and you guys match. If you do not write them within 24 hours, they will disappear. Wow. You can have all these matches, but even within all those matches, you can pick and choose and then um, who you actually want to have a conversation with. And if if it's none, it will all disappear and you start all over again. That's that's great. (laughs) What about if if a woman wants to meet somebody in person? Uh, (laughs) There's hints. There's all these people that like to say, like, oh, women should make the first move. But I'm kind of like, I like the traditional roles. Um, And you can drop hints. Like, uh, for example, I was at a a bar with a mate of mine, the single one I've been helping for a while now. (laughs) Actually, she just got out of a relationship, so she's trying to get into the game. And she saw this guy at the thing and she, and I was like, well, just walk by or stare at him a little bit longer. And she did all the tricks for him and he waved, she waved back, but he didn't have the balls to come up to her and just start up a conversation still. And I was like, she threw all the signs, but there's some guys that you don't even have to throw the signs and they come right up. But, uh, but yeah, just if you want to meet in person, the supermarket's good. That's always a good one. Uh, I still believe in the bars. <laughs> I don't know about Ryan, but I still believe in the bars. I picked him up at a club 25 years ago, Tiffany. <laughs> See? 
And I was very traditional. I was always like, no, he's gonna come first. He's gonna talk to me first. I walked in, I'm like, who the hell is that white dude with those moves? My brother's <laughs> like, um, that's my roommate and you don't want him. I'm like, nope, I'm going to talk to him. And I picked him up and that's what five years ago. <laughs> But it's a good way to get for the woman to get the guy that she wants as opposed yeah. to choosing from the guys that want her. That wants to mm-hmm. walk up to her. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's little hints like, but I think for me and my mate, I've been trying to help. It's, uh, so the type of guy that she wants, not to say you're not like this masculine, like man or whatever, is assertive enough to, yeah. when he knows like she's dropping hints, uh, society now, I don't know when you guys met, but a lot of guys have lost that assertiveness. So it's a good uh, way to see if they have that in them still. Yeah. So. If it was back in, I get it. What you guys? We met twenty five years ago. Back then, y'all see. Oh, back then, no worries. It's. I think it's sexier when a woman is like, "Hey, get over there," you know. But now the gender roles have been so blurred, and if you're looking for a certain certain type of relationship, there's certain ways to go about it to see if that person, if you're not meeting on an app to chat about it. 50 days before you meet <laughs> so yeah. you're gonna meet a person you don't, you don't need you don't really need the i guess balls to go up to a girl if you have the, the bumbles or the tinder or whatever you just swipe right yeah. and if they swipe back exactly. you're going to date. Forget about them. yeah so <laughs> when i was when i was younger i didn't really have to pick up a lot of women i, I was i hang out with a, a a bunch of good looking dudes that were my friends I, I knew how to dance really well. I was funny and all that stuff. So all I did is is we, we just needed to be in a group of people and there would be always somebody there that would come up to me and hey, you know, like or or start flirting with me. So I, I never really had to go pick up. Even even some of my friends that were girlfriends that were worked in nightclubs, they would come back with phone numbers for me. Like they'd be like, Oh, I sh- I showed them that you're my roommate and they gave me your number. I'm like, great. That was so I didn't I didn't have to He was that anything. dude. He was that and you know what and i'm gladly gonna admit it that i am the one who picked him up and i've I've been i've been saying it from the top of my head all my 25 years i am the one who picked him up because i knew he was my person the minute i walked into that club i knew he was my person i told that girl i said he's just from the dance moves alone you were like that's my guy right i said to her I fucking love those moves. I end up spending the night with him in the dance club with him the whole night dancing together. I just met this guy. You I know? She, I, said, she sent all her friends home, which she, she was the designated driver, which was nice. <laughs> she sent all of her friends home and then she, she drove me home. We didn't end up doing anything, but it was just like, she's like, I, I, I want to I see this through kind of thing. Yeah, and I, we end up seeing each other for two years every day and did not miss a day. Aww. Two years in a row. Yeah, I love Straight, it. Great, like crazy. So, I mean... I don't give. I personally don't give a shit about apps, about what's happening in technology, what's happening with all this movement all over the. You're human. You're not human. I don't give a shit. You gotta go pick up the person that you like, the person that is yours. You see them somewhere, you like them. You go talk to them. I would have had fun with those apps. I've been swiping all day, just kind of. Too bad for you. That train has sailed. Apparently.
It's funny, it's funny you say for two years because as well with us like at, in 2020 like we basically went straight to just like living together and spending like every day together and you know a lot of I, I was amazed like oh, are you sure like maybe we should and her point was great just like why not do that like just jump in yeah and if that, all you're doing by sort of slowly slowly is delaying the point at which you realize that oh when this like this won't work whereas if you jump in and spend all the time and especially go travel together, which you do like immediately, then you'll immediately know whether this is going to work or whether right. like you're not compatible. It's like just fucking jump in and do it. So I love that you guys did. You're right. accelerating the, the, like the five, 10 years of relationship in all into two years. So, you know, you get to know a lot about them. There was a show like that. I think what was it called? Uh, one of those dating shows or love is blind, whatever it was. And they were, they were like, we spent six weeks together. It's like spending two years together because they get to know each other so on a, every level. You're waking up and you're going to sleep together all day long. So you get to know everything about those, that, that person. I think that's a great idea because you'll know in those two years if that's your person or not. You know, you're going to make up your mind then. Yeah. We, you know, we knew that. I knew that first day you were mine. <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. That's so cute. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Going on 50 years. well this has been an amazing episode you guys it's been awesome chatting with both of you guys now if a young man or young woman need help which there are a lot of that need help where can they find you guys so they can come to me at ryanblack.us okay ryanblack.us and they can find me through him (laughs) (laughs) everybody can find Tiffany through Ryan Exactly. <laughs> it's great you're right? you're in one item i guess yeah right? yeah well so i mean you know, is there anything just as a last last note like you said you guys moved in together during the pandemic or just before and now you've been was it two years three years i don't know how long this thing has lasted but how what tips can you give people for to just start like that and say you seem to have a great relationship now you're not killing each other so what would be a good uh, advice for somebody starting out saying, I want to live with him? You not want to go first. You go first. Um, the relationship expert. For me is be honest, not just with uh, your partner, but with yourself on exactly what you actually want. Right. Um, and I, yeah, everybody says communicate, but if you're not honest with yourself and communicating with yourself first, then you it's never gonna work so I as long as you have that honesty uh i think it'll be fine but honestly <laughs> yeah following on from that um a a great relationship mentor to me points out as well that a lot of there's often an overemphasis on like communicate 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 and you'll just solve everything and what he tends to find is that's not that's often not the case so it's not just about communicating this is how i'm feeling it's also about really trying to understand the needs of the bond as well, um, because we, you know, we take will take on things differently. So I can be communicating how I'm feeling, but that's not really resonating with you because your need around that is different, and so you're just not getting it. Um, and I really like the thing I wanted to say about your thing, which I got from you about salt. Right, the other part. Oh, just good. Well, you can say my thing. It's right. okay. <laughs> um, well, one thing I got from Tiffany, which I really like, is the idea like. Uh, a, a lot of time people go into a relationship where in a way where it's like this other person will complete me. Like, so, you know, oh, you complete me. And it's like, that sounds cute. 
But what that's saying is like, as I am, I'm like not enough in some way, or I'm lacking something. And then the other person's like making me whole. And that's a recipe for a, a codependent relationship fundamentally. Like that's literally the definition of codependency. Right. So it's better for, for two people to go in both whole, both believing like I'm, I'm good enough on my own and I'm okay on my own. And the other partner's like the seasoning and the salt to your already complete meal. I agree. Because what's salt, it's a flavor enhancer. So you don't complete me, but you enhance me. You make me taste just a little bit better. Nice. Maybe maybe there's a little saltier, but (laughs) not too much salt because then you get salty. (laughs) I love that. The salt is an enhancer. So you just add a little salt to my life. There you go. I love it. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, you guys. You're both beautiful and I love your energy and keep it up and keep helping people out there. And, you know, this is what we're all here for, to find our purpose, to find what we what we need to do to make this world, world a better place. And I see Ryan, you're doing an amazing job with that. And Tiffany, keep pushing those ladies out there. Get them out there to go talk to guys. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. No problem. Thank you, guys. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. (laughs) You can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we we wish wish you what what we we have. have.